Hello and welcome to Cannabis Nation, where we help guide you through the wonderful and complex world of cannabis by shedding light on your most burning questions and dankest desires. We are your hosts, I'm Susan. And I'm Nick. And this is episode six. Can you feel the love tonight? Oh yeah. We're going to get some kicks on episode six. Yeah, we're rocking and this episode is going to be our Valentine's Day special. Extra special. It's going to get romantic. It's going to get lovey-dovey. And a little weird, too. That's par for the I course. promise you. Yes. But first, we have some new legislation to talk about. Yeah. This section we're calling Constant Turmoil. Oh, apparently there's more legislative lunacy throughout the nation. Without any regard for any real science or existing laws or cost to the citizenry, more and more state legislators are jumping themselves off the cliff into the abyss of stupidity. Oh, geez. Yeah. In Washington State, there's a new bill, HB 2546, sponsored by Representative Lauren Davis, Democrat from Shoreline, along with 21 secondary sponsors. Yeah, 22 people said I'm stupid. It proposes a limit on the potency of cannabis concentrates to 10% in an effort to address the concern of the link between heavy cannabis use and psychosis. An excerpt from the first paragraph of the bill states, quote... The legislature finds that high-potency marijuana products are increasingly prevalent in the market, whereas the THC concentration of marijuana-infused edible products is limited to 10% by state law, and the THC concentration of marijuana flower is biologically limited. There is currently no limit on the potency of marijuana concentrates, such as THC-infused vape oils. These types of high-potency marijuana products are available with a THC concentration of almost 100% THC. Prior to Washington and other states legalizing marijuana sales, many of these high-potency products did not exist or were not widely available. End quote. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> this, the bill also references a 2019 study that found that, quote, participants who use high-potency cannabis daily had four times higher odds of psychosis in the whole sample, with a five times increase in London and a nine times increase in Amsterdam, end quote. Sounds like Reaver Madness is back. Jesus, did it ever leave? (laughs) Not according to these people. (laughs) Um, So there are a bunch of arguments that are being made against this, Uh, Mm -hmm. one of which is that correlation does not mean causation. Not the same thing. Just because there is a link between cannabis and mental health issues does not mean that cannabis is causing mental health issues. Mm -hmm. In fact, it's widely accepted that uh, over 50% of people with mental health disorders, at some point in their lives, acquire substance abuse disorders as well. Mm -hmm. If you have a chemical imbalance in your brain, you're going to try to fix that. Yeah, absolutely. So, once again, we can't take that with a whole bunch of... No, you can't say it's cannabis that's the causation of this. No, no, it's it's pretty immature. There's an aggregate of things that goes into that science that they didn't discuss. Yeah. So the second one is that it's going to destroy current businesses. We've heard this song before. And reinvigorate the black market. Oh, and the song goes on. Which it definitely will. I mean, that's... Got to mention that earlier. They say that these products weren't available or weren't widely available uh, before legalization. That's definitely not true. Definitely. Definitely not true. true. These people are are freaking ostriches with their head in the sand. Not living in the real world. Yeah, no. Concentrates were invented and became popular during the days of the black market before 
uh, cannabis legalization uh, was even a wink in in their eye. That's right. So that to me is you know null and void. Yeah. And also too, we'd like to talk about how alcohol. You can't compare that. So you know they're making these comparisons with alcohol, and you just can't. It's apples and oranges. It's like why don't you just say alcohol and coke or alcohol and heroin? Well, I mean, yeah, it makes no sense. I don't want to compare weed to coke or heroin, yeah. and you just made it sound <laughs> like that. But um, the yeah, I mean, basically they're saying the idea is that like oh, alcohol is not limited to such ridiculous percentages. Why would we? limit weed to such ridiculous percentages. Yeah. But once again, alcohol is a bad comparison. You're totally. gonna it just puts a bad shade on on marijuana because marijuana is a much more holistic and also healthier product to I use. I agree. Yeah. So we don't want to compare those. No. And I have a question. How do you make a concentrate 10% when your average flower and cannabis is 20 or above or maybe just slightly below. So at what you how can you scientifically do that? Yeah, well, it sounds like they, to, yeah, it sounds like they forgot what the word concentrate is. I was just like okay, we're we're going to we're going to concentrate it and then delete dilute it further yeah. from what it started as. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't I don't get it. What's going to be the other 90% in that product then? So it's, it's going to be additives, dilutants, it's going to be the same shit that people are getting sick, sick on of. on the black market. Yes. So yeah, that's another uh, big argument that people are making. But there are some big issues that I think are even bigger than all those arguments. With the proposed bill itself, uh, the writer and supporters of this bill clearly don't know the laws already mm. inked, and that's frightening to think that they're trying to amend laws that they don't even understand in the first place. Oh, no. So first of all, in the st- in the legislation, they said, "quote that uh, edibles are ten- limited to ten percent THC," <laughs> which is not true. They're limited no. to ten milligrams. <clears throat> yeah, a percentage is an arbitrary number to use with edibles because they come in all varieties mm-hmm. of sizes and weights. Mm-hmm. So we use milligrams. That's right. That would be a five second Google search to oh. find out that it is ten percent or ten milligrams, not ten percent. And they didn't even do that much research before right. writing this legislation. Terrifying. No kidding. S- second of all, the the body absorbs smoked and digested THC completely differently. Unbelievably different. So once again, a quick Google search can tell you <laughs> that is not what you should be going by. That is a, a arbitrary number compared to an inhaled product. Yeah. The last one is why is it specifically on concentrates? Mm-hmm. I understand that they're worried about high potency products, mm-hmm. and, and that's what they're referencing the study. Mm-hmm. But the study was done specifically on marijuana. Mm-hmm. They're taking concentrates and putting them once again, like we said, below the average percentage of marijuana on our market. I don't even get this, and they don't put any limit on marijuana whatsoever. Yeah, it's it's just rushed. It seems. Idiotic, and it's really just embarrassing oh, that this even got the time of day at all. Yes, 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 yes. That some some aide didn't go, um, you guys, it's milligrams, not percentage. And that some, you know, a, you know, just anyway, poorly written registration. 22 people. I know. 22 uh, uh, legislators. Legislators. And, and, and people in our governmental system okayed this and supported it without knowing any of the basic facts. That's right. That's why it's important to vote. Yeah. Now, this is our state here isn't the only one that's made efforts to limit THC. In Florida this spring, lawmakers tried but failed to limit the strength of marijuana flower to 10%. How the hell are you going to do that, THC? I mean, seriously, how in the hell are you going to do that? Yeah, the, I'm going to grow something and I don't even get They'd this. have to end up throwing away such a high They'd amount of They'd spend millions of yeah. dollars trying to get it down to 10%. Yeah. You know, in 
Colorado in 2016, advocates pushed for a referendum to limit THC to 16%, but ultimately fail and failed and withdrew the plan for obvious reasons, because again, how are you freaking scientifically going to do that? Yeah. And in Massachusetts, which recently legalized cannabis, a group of doctors and scientists recently called for strict THC potency limits and warnings on packages to include increased risk of serious mental illness, including psychosis, paranoia, suicidal thoughts, and depression. Sounds like some uh, great punk songs. God, doesn't it? I think yeah. they are some great punk songs. They are. You know what? Yeah. All those <laughs> I think they are. You're right. Now, this group also advocates tracking marijuana transactions to limit how much someone may buy. Yeah, so there are a bunch of failed laws. There are some yeah. new ones in, uh, coming into play. Yeah. Uh, this past week, we uh, learned that, thank God, the Washington law was frozen and is not going to oh, go further. Somebody However, read it. Yeah. Yeah, somebody, <laughs> somebody read it. Yeah. Somebody used their brain. With a brain. Yeah. Read it. Um, but they did say that it is open to the conversation, and then it's a conversation that they don't want to close. So That's we're going right. to see uh, future talks about potency limiting or at least um, more talks about cannabis and mental health in the future. That's correct. Now, I'd like to say that both Susan and I are mental health advocates. We yeah. care very much about uh, about uh, people and their, their mental well-being, being, and we would never want to um, encourage the use of products that might hurt that. That's so, absolutely correct. If there is direct evidence that's found that saying, you know, high-potency cannabis uh, is actually causing this or anything like that, you know, we'll be the first ones to say, up. Oh, you know, let's change it. Let's make some limits. Let's yeah. do some stuff here. But no more, Science. no more of this. I've read one article and yeah. now everybody's freaking out. And I'm having a knee jerk response. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. just the amount of, uh, aside from that study, the amount of just anecdotal uh, evidence that was used as you know proof in this. Uh, in the research, mm-hmm. I'm air quotes on all of that <laughs> proof and research. Sorry, I forgot you guys can't see us. Um, it, it's just it's completely useless and and very irresponsible. I agree. But now enough with that. That's too heavy. We're frustrated. It's, it's frustrating, yeah. and, and we we gotta we gotta lighten this up. That's right. So Valentine's yeah. Day episode. Can so you feel the love tonight. Yeah, so our very first, Susan and I did our very first podcast together yeah. on a Valentine's Day. It was a podcast that Susan was doing before uh, we started this yeah, one, about two, two years ago. Yeah, two years. And I was a guest on there. Yeah. So it's kind of fun, full circle. We're yeah. coming all the way around. And, and if and, you want to hear it, actually, guys, it's uh, Are You High Enough for This? And it's yeah. the Valentine's Day episode. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like on an Apple podcast still. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah. happy, uh, um, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Yeah. I didn't get you no, anything. No, I didn't get you anything either. Just oh, my, no. Just my presents. <laughs> anyway, um, hey, I have a weird question for you. Okay. So what is like the most romantic or craziest like gift or date or whatever that for Valentine's Day that yeah. you've well, experienced? Okay. So... Uh, being a guy, there there are specific traditions in place with these things that generally the guy is the one. Now I'm not saying it shouldn't be this way, right. but generally the guy is the one giving the gift or right. planning the day or anything like that. Right. So I haven't really received any super special gifts for Valentine's Day specifically. Hmm. 
Um, hmm. I guess one of the most notable Valentine's Days I've had. Uh, it was actually one of my first ones Aww. with a girlfriend. Aww, I was um, oh, that's sweet. Oh, uh, keep listening. Uh, <laughs> uh oh. Yeah. So. Raggy. <laughs> Uh, uh, 17 years old. Um, uh, first serious girlfriend. Loved the crap out of her. Aww. Head over heels. You know, young love. You know yeah, how it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was Valentine's Day. Mm. And uh, the level below uh, I was, I, I uh, didn't realize it was Valentine's what? Day, unfortunately. It's yeah. scattered all over the world. What's The... Blinders on a teenage boy. Oh, true that. Yeah, you've never met anybody so oblivious of a teenage boy. That's true. True that. I had no idea it was Valentine's Day. And, you know, it was was an awkward teenage high school uh, relationship, so we hadn't really... We hadn't really planned anything or talked about it because it was like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. Well, I wasn't thinking that, but I'm sure she was. Um, Because I wasn't thinking about it (laughs) at all. So I get a text that morning from my girlfriend saying, you know, hey, you want to go out to dinner tonight or something? I was like, sure, yeah. Oh, she sounds sweet. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'll probably be hungry later. That'll be fine. She's already giving you a hint that it's Valentine's Day. Bounced right off. Right off. Oblivious, like I said. So that later that day, I go, I end up, uh, you know, I got some camping trips planned for the summer. So I go to Big Five and I get myself some nice hiking boots. <laughs> what? I get myself like a real nice flannel jacket <laughs> and uh, these like quick dry pants. Quick dry pants? <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, I think I'm going to be like wading through rivers or something. And I get my pants got to dry quick, okay? Okay. So, uh, and. What are those? Like they're they're like that really thin like material that make it's almost like a raincoat material oh, but really? more breathable. Oh okay. You know makes a lot of noise <laughs> when you walk. Um, uh, but anyway, I was super stoked on my new stuff, so of course I throw my new camping duds on and oh, I'm strutting sure. around. Yeah, I can impress the lady. <laughs> yeah. Look at me, I'm outdoorsy," said the city boy. Um, so yeah, I'm wearing. I'm wearing my uh, my all my brand new uh, camping attire and show up to my girlfriend's house. She opens the door, and I have never seen <laughs> I had somebody look at me with such like <laughs> anger and disappointment and oh. and sadness, you know, all oh, all at again. once. And then the door immediately slams <laughs> in my face. I'm still standing there with no <laughs> clue. <laughs> Like, what the fuck crawled really? up her you ass? I have no idea. No clue whatsoever. I have no idea that it's Valentine's <laughs> Day still. There's cars driving around with flowers and balloons hanging out of it. <laughs> I was, you know, I was probably high and like, who is a squirrel? Um, anyway, uh, so after about like a 20-minute phone conversation while I'm sitting in my car in her driveway and she's upstairs in her bedroom, <laughs> it didn't go smooth. Yeah. But I managed to finally convince her. I, you know, I had come straight from Big Five, so I changed back <laughs> into my other clothes. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But we can still have, we can save the night. Let's Aww. go. Let's have a good night. You know, I'll take you anywhere you want to go. As long as it's like less than 30 <laughs> You know, I, 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 teenager didn't have a job. I was on, you know, allowance. You just spent all your money. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I just went on a shopping spree. <laughs> so, 
So yeah. Uh, it, so I want to know <laughs> how did the end, how did the evening end up? Pray tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you dropping her off and slowly driving away. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you know, it was. Uh, I got those. So those those pants. You know, they were the kind that zip off <laughs> at the knees. So. I just had to undo the undo the zipper a little Stop bit, show it. some skin. No, it no. scare her for sure. Yeah, no, it didn't go well. It, uh, yeah, I mean, it, the, the dinner was fine, but uh, you know, I think there are some things that you just can't get, get past that quickly. So I'm gonna um, need some. T- I'll tell you a little and lesson. And she wasn't though. old enough to drink wine, so that. No. <laughs> That probably would have made it worse, honestly. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That probably would have made it worse. Yeah, that was probably a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I have not missed a Valentine's Day since. I bet not. I bet you wake up in a cold sweat sometimes. Going, <laughs> Is it Valentine's Day? <laughs> yeah, pretty much every, yeah. Uh, no, no, it's August. Okay, we're good. We're good. I got some time. Uh, like Al Capone. <laughs> 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 oh my god. So what about you? You received any particularly romantic gifts or anything? Well, yeah, but I mean the one that stands out and what's funny about this is if any of my ex-boyfriends are listening to this, they're gonna be so pissed at me. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I, at least at least we have some listeners. I mean, there <laughs> you go. True. Um uh, my my most romantic and favorite Valentine's Day gift was a dog collar. Oh <laughs> so it's kind of a thick one, so it's like one piece, leather piece in the middle, and then there's a ring, there's a ring on either side of that, and then the leather piece that goes back, and then the, the, the buckle in the back. And then on the front, the leather piece is like these three rings, you know, mm-hmm. and one, the middle one's a little bigger, and then the other two on the, are a little smaller. Oh, yeah. So when you when I walk, it goes ka-ching, ka-ching, <laughs> jangles a little bit. Ka-ching. I love it. And... <laughs> See, I know you, and I can see you rocking that at the club. I'm telling you, you know? there's some outfits that that freaking thing makes. Oh, yeah, okay? all the guys I'm trying t- to take you to the pound. Uh, do all right. <laughs> <laughs> I do all right. And so what I think is funny about that is I'm, I could just imagine some people right now being so mad, like, really? <laughs> fucking diamonds? <laughs> fucking the dog collar wins? What? <laughs> so sorry. But, yeah, it was... <laughs> It oh was, my god! Yeah, what am I? And I still wear it to this day. So. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Man. that's my—I know—my most romantic gift. Aww. Now, on the gift side of things, so our Cannabis Nation gift guide. With that in mind, yeah. So we have some recommendations mm-hmm. that uh, that can help you have a really awesome cannabis-infused Valentine's Day, but. With all that we're going to talk about, remember it's Valentine's Day. That's right. And you want to have a good time. That's right. Know your audience. Thank you. Use a proper amount of cannabis yes. to enhance your experience. Don't overdo it or Don't else your night's going to end early and you're yeah, just, yeah, uh, yeah, not not good either. Yeah, exactly. yeah, not Valentine's Day. It's it's uh, you know, it's just another day of the year, but we put a lot of weight into it. So, you know, yeah. if you're yeah. trying to make it special, just know your audience is take, all we're saying. Take it easy. That's nice right. and slow. And, you know, and sometimes you might be, uh, so some ideas that we had, which we thought there was some really good stuff out yeah, there, too. Yeah, totally. Totally. You know, no matter where you are, like, even yeah. if you're, now there are like 11 legal states. Yeah. So even if you're in an illegal state, if you're nearby, 
to a legal state, maybe take a, a day trip or, yeah, or a weekend. weekend. Yeah. Yes. To a cannabis friendly state, go check yeah. out the shops, do some cannabis tourism. Yeah. But the most cool, the coolest things to do in those areas is a lot of these illegal states have either cannabis restaurants or you can hire a private cannabis chef that Ooh. will create you like a multiple course uh, infused meal oh, where they infuse each course just a little bit. Yeah, and it's a terpene profile kind exactly. of Exactly. Matt doing some crazy food science with oh, the terpenes yeah. and matching all that stuff. Yeah, they do some really awesome stuff. You can have a really nice romantic dinner. Yes. Um, follow that up by heading over to some cannabis-friendly lodging like a B&B mm-hmm. or uh, they, uh, you know, even Airbnbs will say, say like 420-friendly yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're in Washington, there are these awesome ones that are actually like a bunch of little tree houses I that you can rent. I freaking love that. Yes, and they're all unique. Oh. They're themed. Oh, my um, God. That yeah. is so cool. You can smoke trees in the tree. Yeah. <laughs> so and, and yeah, they're, I mean, just look, I haven't been myself, but just looking at the pictures, they look super romantic anyway. So it's <sighs> just like, that would be an awesome thing to do. Yeah. So now imagine, you know, you, you can pick up some edibles, you know, mm-hmm. and libations and make your own dinner for that special someone yeah. or cocktails for that special someone, you know, to maybe start the evening off and, you know, or a different way of giving chocolate. You know, it's yeah. just there's some really great stuff out there, uh, things that you can infuse with alcohol. Yeah. Be careful, though, with that, um, you know. That can be uh, some people digest that alcohol and cannabis, and sometimes they don't mix. So take it nice and easy on that. Well, yeah, just the fact is using two intoxicants at the same, at same time, time will enhance the effects of both. Of them. Right. So just you know, take it especially careful with that. You know, know your limits. That's if right. You, you do it regularly, and you know what to do. Awesome. If not. Take it slow, slow. slow but yeah, and easy there the are all go. sorts of cool products. They, yeah. they make like just uh, there are little infusing uh, capsules and stuff that you can just put into anything mm-hmm. um, to make it infused. You can, like Susan was saying, there are some amazing truffles that amazing. I made on my, like serious chocolatiers oh. using real you awesome. You can't chocolate. even tell that there's cannabis in it, and that's no. what's dangerous because yeah. they're so good. You want to keep eating, eating them. them. Yeah, yeah, some companies are even putting out like assorted pack specifically for the holiday. I love that. Yeah, you know, yeah. so really cool. Now, um, and yeah. I did want to mention too, don't mean to interrupt you, but I wanted to mention that um, I looked into to see if you could get wine and um, different things like that with that. And that slurping noise you're hearing is my floor Wookiee drinking some water. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a little thirsty. He's, he's little got thirsty. cotton mouth. <laughs> <clears throat> would like some wine with that, please. Yes, exactly. But the Fed does not allow you to mix alcohol and uh, cannabis-infused products. Um, the states that have legalized this, like I know California, they're ta- they do have some wine that they're allowing to be in, you know, alcohol or at, infused. At least they did. They uh, did. I don't know if they cannabis infused, but yeah, right. they did in the medical days. I'm not sure if they do now that it's legalized. Now a lot of states are walking it back because the feds are having a they're they're really taking up the sword on this that they really don't want this happening. Yeah. So just so you know, you're not going to be able to necessarily find. Very easily, if you want to get a wine that's infused with cannabis, you're not going to be able to go to the store and yeah. pick up a bottle of that. You're going to have to do your own alcohol infusing. So I just wanted to mention that yeah. lightly. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so lots of options for edibles mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and and drinks and, and mm-hmm. all sorts of fun stuff there. Um, but another fun thing to do, so 
I actually originally saw this uh, at a cannabis wedding, uh, uh, but uh, if you know somebody who grows or has access to a grow or if you are in a state that allows personal grows, anything like that, um, I've seen some beautiful uh, bouquets uh, where they inserted, you know, trimmed buds but still on the stem into the bouquet. And they paired them with the right flowers, oh, I and think it was that'd be beautiful. yeah, yeah, absolutely gorgeous. Oh. A really awesome little gift, yeah, a little marijuana. bouquet yeah. of buds, and the little marijuana um, leaves are gorgeous too. Yeah, yeah, so. too, yeah. They you know artfully leave some oh, leaves on there. That. Yeah, but even if you don't have access to that, you can still get your significant other a beautiful bouquet of yeah. buds. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so, some stuff that you know they like, some new interesting stuff to stuff, try yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if you are trying to buy some. Bud specifically for uh, romantic ventures, uh, generally accepted as the uh, uh, most arousing buds are going to be um, lower THC indicas. They're going to mm. be fully body centric. They're going to, uh, but still a lower THC, so they're not going to womp you, not going right. to put you to bed. Right. Um, but just get that whole body buzzing and, and get that feeling going. I love um, it. And you know, even with that, you can mix and match. You know all these different infusion types. You know edibles, like we talked about earlier, smoking and eating and drinking cannabis affect you in completely different That's ways. That's correct. So a little bit of this, a little bit of that, will will, will just create a better full spectrum experience mm-hmm. and really I agree. get it going. Yeah, and so in that sense, to good to mix to mix and match too. Now, something that's near and dear to my heart is, as you all know, the topicals and mm-hmm. lubes. So it, that's kind of a nice thing, too. You have like a, a little libation mm-hmm. and maybe an edible. Yeah. You've had a nice dinner, yeah. you know, and then you want to take the evening into the treehouse and you want to light the hemp candles. Oh, yeah. And then you want to get a nice massage with some good topicals. Mm-hmm. Nice infused massage yeah. oil. and kind of do that for each other, you yeah. know what I mean? And work out some of those kinks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and then get into some of those kinks. Yes, with the lube. <laughs> so, you know, it's kind of like the full spectrum, as yeah. we were talking about earlier. Yeah, yes. so there's a variety of cannabis-infused lubricants on the market nowadays. <gasps> Love that. Um, now, with, with all lube, you want to make sure you are uh, you know what the base is and you're using it for the proper, mm-hmm. uh, uh, proper use. Um, but there is a variety out there, and a lot of people, even in legal states, have no idea that they exist. Um, yeah. We... Uh, uh, have we are both fans of cannabis infused lubes? Yes, um, and it can definitely uh, really be a nice enhancer. Uh, en- yeah, enhancer to any to experience. The- exactly. That's right. Exactly. And you know what's fun too is since we were doing a romantic episode mm-hmm. and we were going to talk about lubes and topicals. Yeah. Nick and I thought for our review we would try out some lubes. Yes, some so- cannabis infused lubes. So without further Further ado, our review. Our review. Yes. So, Susan, what did you try for your lube? All right. So, I did Velvet Swing, and they are by Green Med Labs. Mm -hmm. And um, I really, the first thing that I noticed about this product is um, it's very slender and easy to use. It's not like a tube with gel or anything like that. It's got a nice little pump on it. So the tube itself is about two inches tall 
And it's got, like I said, it's got a cap and then it's got a pump. So it's very clean in that regard and very cool. sleek in that yeah. regard. And I appreciated that very easy, much. Uh, easy application. Yes, and clean application. Um, what I will tell you is, full disclosure, um, Nick and I... <laughs> Did these separately? Yes, separately. <laughs> you know, there was a wall of pillows between <laughs> us. <laughs> no! <laughs> Dare I say I would have been too loud for oh, Nick. Man. Anyway, so we did this in our separate abodes. Nick, you cad, you. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, uh, so I did mine. I did... I put the product on my facial lips... As well as um, my vaginal lips. Oh. And, sorry, everyone. <clears throat> and I wanted to see the difference because the, the, the skin type is very much the same. Not exactly, but very much no. the same. And so I will say that the experience, it says that swing here, that it's supposed to give you a warming sensation and a tingling sensation. Mm -hmm. And it, you should feel the effects within 5 to 20 minutes. Now, I will say on my lips, um, on my facial lips, I felt the warming sensation pretty much right away. Mm -hmm. um, a little um, more delay um, down below, uh, but still warming sensation. No tingling sensation on my facial lips, but I okay. did have a little bit of tingling. So a little slower uptake, but yeah. a little better effects down right. south. Right, right. And um, again, not um, as far as the consistency... Um, it wasn't like a glide product. That's mm -hmm. one of my favorite um, products for for lube. Um, it's not infused, so not which is like more of like a, a silicone based. So it lasts for a long time, and there's that you know gliding sensation throughout. This more this got tacky, tactile, you mm -hmm. know, with the usage. So it was definitely more like a pre. Or, okay. you know, yeah, like a foreplay. Four yeah, 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 for sure. And okay. not a main event, unless you're going to want to keep reapplying it, was yeah. how I felt about it. So, for the price point, I really enjoyed the product. I probably will continue to use the product, but I think I will continue on my hunt. On cannabis lube products. Yeah. So yeah. what's the uh, what's the THC and CBD content? Okay, on that you guy? have your. I don't yeah, have my yeah. Specs um, so looks like it's in total in the bottle. It's ninety nine point nine milligrams of THC, thirty five point three milligrams of CBD. Right now, that might sound like a lot, um, but that is in the entire bottle, and each you know pump is going to give you a very, very small portion of that. Right. So while you're applying it to mucous membrane and that can absorb and cause a psychoactive high with enough milligrams, there's probably not, unless you're really, <laughs> yeah. really dumping Sending. it in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're soaking in it. Um, yeah. yeah. Imagine you're not yeah, going to feel You're not going to feel uh, any psychoactive effects. It's definitely all about local effects there. And this is about a 30 to where, wherever, you know, depending on where you get it, this is about a 30 to $40 product. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so do you, do you recommend it? I do. I, I like again. I would do this as a foreplay. I would yeah. not do this as you know the whole distance. Yeah. But definitely, I, I really like that warming sensation and that light tingle. It wasn't overbearing. Yeah. 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 So, like Susan was saying, um, you know, silicone-based uh, lubes are better for like a glide sort of thing. You generally have three 
most lubes are three different types, either a silicone base, a water base, or an oil base. Yeah. Um, and you got to know which one you're using and for what purpose. Oh, yeah. Tell them, like, this so, is super yeah. important. I'm sorry. I left this out. Go ahead. Yeah. A water-based uh, lube is pretty much safe to use in any scenario, um, but it generally mm-hmm. evaporates or absorbs a little quicker, yeah. so it doesn't isn't as long-lasting. Mm-hmm. Um, a silicone-based lube is, is great for long-lasting glide, that kind of stuff. Um, however, it is not safe to use on silicone toys. It right. Will deteriorate them, right? Uh, and then oil-based lubricants, uh, also more long-lasting, more glide, uh, but they uh, are not safe to use with condoms. Eat condoms, they eat condoms, <laughs> and yeah. So if you're yeah. using condoms, do not Don't. use an oil-based Mm-mm. lube, or else you might as well not be using the condom. You might be a parent. Yep, yep. It, with herpes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, so anyway. So what did you do, Nick? So I tried uh, Fairwind's brand O Intimate Lubricant. Mm. Um, so it is a silicone base. Uh, it's hypoallergenic. They say they uh, uh, made it for people with sensitive skin. Oh, okay, so, good. you know, if you're highly irritable, especially in your nether. Yeah, 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 especially in the nether regions. Amen. Um, it's a great lube for you. Um, I liked it a lot. Um, it was it was a very good glide product. Mm-hmm. It was pretty la- long lasting. It's not the best glide product I've ever had, mm-hmm. um, but it definitely uh, is good for the use. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it a lot. Now, this one also for me took some time to start feeling the effects of it. Um, it, it works great from the lubricant uh, perspective, but to where I actually got any increased feeling or anything like that, uh. took about twenty minutes, oh, twenty okay. minutes yeah, to a half an hour yeah. to. To really start to feel it. So once again, something that I mean, while this is good to use during the main event as well, it's something that you might want to apply early on mm-hmm. in uh, just to just to get ready. Start things um, rolling. Yeah, yeah. Start start that. Mm-hmm. And um, so after that time period, um, I did definitely increase or you know get a little definitely noted an increase in sensitivity and feeling. Um, and and guys, when I say that. I don't mean it's going to turn you into a two-pump chump. <laughs> I mean that it's you're just going to feel more. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. it's it, it's it's not going to make you make you blow your load too quick. Right. It's just about feeling more and having a more intimate experience, experience. with what you're feeling. Right, right. Um, which, heightened sensation. Exactly, heightened sensation. Um, uh, so I highly recommend the product. Excellent. I thought it was I thought it was great. Once again. It, Took a little bit longer than I would prefer to kick in, sure, sure. but uh, it very, very fantastic use. Otherwise, all around a really nice product. Cool. Um, so yeah, I highly recommend it. Now here's so, the here's the rub. Yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> That's a slippery slope. Be careful. That being said, which family member would you want to take this okay, product with? Okay, um, so uh, in case this is the first episode you're listening to, let me preface what Susan just said here. Oh, yeah, that's We right. generally, we, our review process is generally, you know, we don't do a 1 to 10, we don't do a qualitative, we do... Uh, we say, what family member would you partake this product with? Because right. generally we're smoking weed or eating edibles. That's right. Not using <laughs> personal lubricant. That's right. However, we thought about it real long and hard. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> and we came up and with. And hard. <laughs> yep. Yep. And we came up That's with a way that this is going to still work. This weighed heavily on our minds. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> anyway. God. So, Nick, which family member would you partake? So, 
a future family member, my future wife. Aww. You know, when you get to that beautiful point in your relationship Chip. where you're 20 years in, the love is gone. <laughs> She's dead in the eyes, staring at the ceiling, won't even make eye contact with you. And you're just trying to get some little spark back in those eyes. This is the what? This yeah, lube? This is the lube. Oh, just, there you know, you go. I, I think that could do it. Bring the love back. Because you know she's Aww. just throwing it at you because she's thinking you'll clean the garage afterwards. Yeah, right? Like, if I get this over with. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he'll... Do something. Just leave. Oh, come on. No, stop. <laughs> You're going to make a lovely husband. A great dad. No, makes a nice man. There's nobody be dead in the eyes. It's terrible. Uh, so who about, what, what uh, about you? Well, as you know, I'm going to grow up to be a trophy wife. Mm-hmm. So my um, future recently deceased husband. Uh-huh. <laughs> Your very lucrative <laughs> deceased ex-husband. All right. Like, this is, might be the product that kills him. <laughs> oh, but it, in, a, in a good way. That's in a right. Good way. He's going to go out with a big smile yeah. and a big go, Yeah, go, go out with a bang. That's... He's swinging for the fences. <sighs> oh, boy. So many yeah. puns. To make. <laughs> it's just... Endless. Uh, okay. Well, I think we I think we dug ourselves out of that hole yeah, pretty well with those we answers. Oh, that's yeah. even a better fun. Okay. Uh, oh God, I didn't think that. <laughs> so that has been a review. review. <laughs> oh my God! Thanks for listening to Cannabis Nation. We hope this has helped shed light on your most burning questions and dankest desires. <laughs> Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Cannabis Nation Podcast. This is Nick and Susan. Ending on a high note.